Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to the radio station CITR. This is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. And this band is called NoFX and this song is called uh, Linoleum. That's the name of the song. Hello, hello, hello! You are listening to the radio station CITR Rocket from Russia. Weekly punk rock radio show is currently on the air. My name is Russian Tim. I'm the host of this specific program. Russian Tim is not my real name. If uh, a police would check my ID or driver license, they would find out a different name. But when I'm on the air, uh, just for the uh, humorous purpose and uh, to highlight my uh, Russian and Soviet uh, background, I call myself Russian Tim. Happy, hello, hello, hello. Um, great. Today is gonna be great. I am so excited for today's show. This weekend in Vancouver is just unbelievable. There's so many fantastic and phenomenal shows and it's very, very hard to uh, make choices and to organize uh, your weekend. Uh, I started the show with a song by the band called No Facts. I like this band. They, I think they're good. And uh, that was a song called Linoleum. And the reason I played the song is about, you know, when you go to see a whole bunch of shows, there's always a chance that a band might, might, play, might cover it. They might do it or they might not. You never know. But who knows, you know, there's always a slight chance. I think there's like 10% chance every weekend that no effects uh, song Linoleum will be covered. Who knows? I definitely do not. Uh, today on the show and actually this weekend in Vancouver, there's so many great shows and I don't know, know where to begin. No, actually, I do know where to begin. Uh, I'll begin with the show which is happening on Friday and actually Saturday. A local band called Daggermouth. They're playing a reunion show. This is extremely exciting. This is like first time in 10 years they are or something like that. They're playing a show together. Massive, massive excitement. Two shows, one on the Cobalt on Friday and then an all-ages show at 333 on Saturday and we'll do a ticket giveaway to that show and we also talk to a member from the band called Daggermouth. Also, on, on Saturday, uh, the um, which is May 13th, the Smugglers are playing a reunion show on a legendary Vancouver band which features Grant Lawrence will be playing at the Commodore. They will be playing a, <clears throat> a show and they will be celebrating the release of a new book by Grant Lawrence. Uh, the Smugglers will be playing with the Muffs, Chicks Diggit, and Needles and Pins. And uh, later on in the show, we'll talk to Grant and uh, talk his, uh, find out his opinion and excitement for the upcoming uh, Smugglers reunion show. 
And also, we will do a ticket giveaway to that show as well. Uh, also, the, the Dreadnoughts are playing at Pop 340. There's quite a few other shows which are happening this weekend. So if you're a fan of punk rock music, and I assume you are because you're listening to the show, otherwise you won't be hearing what I'm saying, uh, you will have quite a few choices to make this weekend and quite a few exciting uh, events to attend uh, on uh, in the weekend. We will start uh, the, in the first half of the show. We'll focus uh, our attention to the show, uh, to the Dagger Mouth Reunion show. They are back together they are playing to like i said two shows friday and saturday and how about we start listening to dagger mouth and uh, just to remind ourselves of what a great local band they were and then we will talk to magnificent kenny lash of uh, the band and uh, he will find out everything about this upcoming reunion let's start listening to dagger mouth this is abracadabra holmes dagger mouth playing friday and saturday reunion shows in vancouver british columbia canada
hello, hello, hello. You are listening to the radio station CITR, and this is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. Great episode, great weekend of local wonderful music is upcoming in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And we just heard one band, one legendary local band, which will be playing this uh, weekend, actually twice, in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. They are called Daggermouth, and we heard a song called Abracadabra Homes. I dance to trance in garbage backpants. It's very, very good rhythmical, uh, rhythmical situation. And then the final track we heard was uh, Glendale PD hates Daggermouth. This is wrong for Glendale PD, but uh, I'm not the one to judge. I'm not the one to evaluate anybody. I would rather talk uh, to the legendary wrestler and also a part-time guitarist for the band called Daggermouth, Kenny Lash, who is currently on the air and who is ready to talk to us. Kenny, my friend, welcome to Rocket from Russia. Thanks for having me, Tim. I'm so excited to be on Rocket from Russia. <laughs> me too. I'm very excited to be here as well and to talk to you. Yeah. First of all, massive, massive congratulations on Daggermouth Reunion. I'm very excited for you guys. I've been talking to Stu um, uh, probably about a year ago at the East Event Baseball League, and he said that that was kind of something that you guys wanted to do, and finally everything came into pieces, and you're playing, playing two local shows on Friday and Saturday in Vancouver. Yeah, no, we've we've kind of... You know, over the years, like, you know, when a band breaks up, it was like, I spent so much time with Stu and Dandon and that, that when we broke up, it was like a, you know, like breaking up with a long-term girlfriend, you know, so I didn't talk to him for a long time, and as years went on, we chatted more and more, and I love those guys, they're like brothers to me, right? So, you know, we've been chatting for it, kind of jokingly over the years, and then it kind of just, I think as we get older and older, and real life settles in more and more, we're like, ah, let's let's just go back to our 20s for a little bit. So, yeah, I'm really stoked. So was was there an event which triggered that, okay, we're doing it right now, or was it just like a gradual progression that you said, that, okay, we have to do it? Uh, well, we've, we've had, like, offers over the years to, like, kind of do it, and, you know, we never pulled the trigger and stuff. And then this year, you know, we talked about it a little bit more, and then uh, Dandon, the drummer, was like, well, that Pooza Fest in Montreal wants us to play. Do you guys want to do it? And, you know, we had it just timing worked out. And we're all like, yeah, let's do it. So, you know, it worked. that was kind of what got us together. So I'm really excited for that. And I'm sure lots of people in Vancouver and in Canada and in the world are excited. I know even Russian fans, I know quite a few Russian fans that are going crazy and they're so jealous that they're going to see you twice uh, this weekend. That blows my mind that people in Russia know who this band is that we started off as a complete joke to begin with. <laughs> and, and, you know, there's like a, that genre of music, you know, this fast melodic punk rock is massive in Europe and specifically in Russia, and people are going nuts, like they love you. Oh, that's awesome, man. That means a lot. Yeah, thank you so much. I know that, you know, that Daggermouth had a, a couple of reincarnations in terms of lineup. Who will be in the, that lineup for those shows? This one we got uh, playing bass. We got... Uh, like I was on all the, like me and Stu McKillop are kind of the only, uh, real members that were on every album. Um, uh, so I'm playing guitar. Uh, Dana, who played bass on Stallone is playing bass. Dandon, who drummed for most of the band's career and, uh, he played on Turf Wars, so mm -hmm. he's drumming. Uh, Stu Ross from, from Comeback Kid and Low Talker, and Misery Signals, and Youth Decay, and Living With Lions. He's, uh, he's, he's the fill-in guitar player because Stu McKillop is going to do vocals on this, on this run, on this reunion. Mm -hmm. And I know that the vocalist Nick, he, he is quite busy with his own projects. Did you, uh, did you, are you were in contact with him about him being part of that? Yeah, like uh, we've had, like, like I said, we've kind of always had offers over the years, and... Uh, Oh, thank you. My friend Mark's giving me some coffee here. Oh, nice. Like, <laughs> That's a rock star lifestyle, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> rock star lifestyle. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, we've always had offers to, like, do it. And, and, and we've always talked, and Nick would always, you know, he's kind of moved on in life, which is maybe a good thing, you know what I mean? Like, maybe he'll have the last laugh, and we'll just botch it on Friday, and everyone will point fingers and laugh at us. But, uh, <laughs> you know... He's kind of not into it. He moved to L.A. He's doing really good doing his, like, uh, he's a photographer now and all that stuff. So I think, I think he just didn't want to do it. It's kind of a, you know, he's kind of moved on in life, he's felt and everything. So, 
you know, and that was always one of those things where it was like, oh, well, we can't do it without Nick. We can't do it without Nick. And then when Stu put that youth, like when Youth Decay came out, I've never heard Stu, like Stu sang all the backups in Daggermouth, and he came up with a lot of the melodies and, you know, helped form how the lyrics are and stuff. So it's not like we're just hiring, like, in excess style, some jobber from the streets, you know, filling in. It's like, he's like, you know, Stu is an integral part of the vocals to begin with. But when I heard that Youth Decay album, I was like, holy shit, Stu can sing. Like, that album's awesome. Mm -hmm, like, if yeah. people haven't heard Youth Decay yet, go check it out. So that was kind of, and Stu, Stu, if you know Stu, he's a great dude, but he's also lazy as fuck. So, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to swear on the air. That's but okay, he's, that's okay. he's super lazy, so he's, he was like, well, if we do this reunion, I don't want to play guitar because I don't want to move guitar equipment. <laughs> so I'm just going to sing. And I was like, dude, go for it. Like, his voice is awesome. And with the jams and everything we've been having and the band practices, I honestly think, like, you know, of course, every, of course I'm going to say this, but deep in my heart, this is honestly the best, you know, version of Daggermouth yet. So I'm really excited to show the world. Yeah, 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 it's gonna be great. Um, I know you mentioned that you were like um, got an offer from Pusa Fest and you're actually leaving to Ontario in in approximately a week, right? Yeah. And uh, then I also know that uh, Daggermouth will be part of the fest in Gainesville, Florida. Yeah, like you know, part of this, part of all of us doing this stuff is to you know kind of put closure to the band, plus do some stuff that we never got to do and. You know, we all really wanted to, we all love the fest and, you know, it's been a dream of ours to play it and stuff. So we're, you know, when that opportunity came up, I was, you know, we we're all more than excited to do it. Yeah, this is going to be great. This is going to be fantastic. Also, at the fest, they have a, uh, a special event, which is fest wrestling. And that brings me to the conversation about <laughs> your other passion. Do you know, did you get, personally yourself, get an offer to, as Kenny Lash, to participate in the fest uh, wrestling event? Yeah, I will actually. They haven't announced the names yet who's wrestling and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I will be as far as. The last talk I had with the guy, I will be partaking in the nice. wrestling event on the Sunday too. So, I am I'm looking very forward to being the first person to ever play the fest and wrestle at the fest. <laughs> yeah, this is great. This is a great like in 20 years local Vancouver uh, punk rock trivia event. This is the question I will ask people. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. And uh, let's let's talk a little bit about wrestling because you actually do do very well, and you uh, that's a big part of your life. Like Dagger Mouth, as I understand, just one off exciting thing which is happening. But mainly, you're a uh, part of this uh, of the wrestling. Uh, could you please tell what's coming up with Kenny Lash? Oh, coming up, I got uh, locally. I work for a company called All Star Wrestling, and they. Uh, They mostly run shows out of Cloverdale at the uh, uh, Cloverdale Fairgrounds there. And uh, I got some shows. Go to allstarwrestling.ca or search for All Star Wrestling on uh, Facebook. And I, I don't, I forget like the exact dates, but uh, I got some shows at the end of May and then uh, early June, like June 7th maybe or something like that. Uh, I'm wrestling Kyle O'Reilly, who... Uh, is a local guy, but he went on to become a big star in New Japan Pro Wrestling and uh, Ring of Honor and stuff. So I'm wrestling him. That's on June 9th. I'm just looking at the website right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, June 9th, yeah. And then uh, I got some stuff in Oregon, too, coming up. I kind of travel all over. Uh, July 7th is going to be a huge show. Tommy Dreamer's coming in, Gangrel from WWE. And uh, on that show, I'll be wrestling Filthy Tom Lawler, who's... Uh, He actually fights for the UFC, so I'm going to fight a UFC fighter in mm. the ring. So be we'll careful. see how that goes. Yeah, be careful because, yeah, that's the ASW 10-year anniversary show at Cloverdale BC at Fairgrounds Agriplex. Yeah, it's going to be an awesome show. It's going to be packed. So, you know, if, if anyone wants to check a show out, that's one I, I really recommend. It's going to be awesome. We got midgets on the show and everything, so it's going to be really good. 
Perfect. So, yeah, so Ju- July 7th, that's the 10th year anniversary show, and Kenny will be wrestling. But this weekend, on uh, Friday, uh, that's um, uh, a, a show at the Cobalt. It's a 19-plus show. And then on Saturday, it's an all-ages show at 333. And I know that even some punk rock moms are bringing their four-year-old sons to the show. <laughs> yeah, Don is going to bring her four-year-old son. And, yeah, you know, uh, you know part of a, you know, I don't know how good the, how big the all ages scene right now in Vancouver is, but all I know is uh, if I didn't do an all ages show, I think Steve Stin Mike would have killed me and Eric Flexer head. <laughs> so I'm really happy to uh, also do an all ages show the next day. Yeah, that's a shout out to Flex uh, Flex Your Head, the radio show on CITR, which is, was hosted by Eric Flex Your Head and still hosted by Mike Stevenson. Yeah. All right, my friend, I'm very excited for you. Have a great, like I'll obviously see you at both nights. Have a great, great weekend. And congratulations once again on everything exciting what's happening with uh, yourself personally and Daggermouth. Oh, thank you. And thank you for uh, supporting the Vancouver punk rock scene and everything, man. We really appreciate it. And I love your show. And uh, big shout out to Adam Ferris at Orion Screenworks. He's a buddy of mine that actually introduced me to your show. So. I'm pretty sure he's probably listening right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because he he pretty much set up the interview for us, for me and you. So, That's <laughs> so awesome. thanks, for, uh, thanks to Adam for this interview. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Adam. Okay, buddy. Thank you so much for calling and have a great day. Thank you so much. See you on, on the weekend. Sounds good. I'll see you then, bud. Thanks, buddy. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. That was Kenny Lash of Duggermouth, and like I said, they are playing two shows on Saturday. Oh, sorry, on Friday and Saturday. On Friday at the Cobalt, Duggermouth are playing with Living with Lions, Broadway Calls, and Parting Ways. That's a 19-plus show. And then the day after at the 333, uh, Duggermouth are playing with uh, Broadway Calls as, as well. There's a band called Skells, local band which are playing Rocket from Russia Festival, and my favorite is... Um, uh, the Greatest Sons. How about we will listen to uh, all those bands which will be playing with uh, Daggermouth this weekend. We'll start with the Broadway calls, but I also have a t- uh, ticket to give away to actually both shows, and the first show, the Cobalt show, is sold out, so it's a very unique opportunity to, for you to still get in to see Daggermouth reunion show and um, um, to yeah to participate. So if you would like to call in and win a pair of tickets to one of those shows, 604-822-2487, 604-822-2487, and I'll be happy to sponsor in terms of financial support or entrance to the venue your attendance to um, to see Daggermouth reunion show. And this is Broadway Calls You listen to Rocket from Russia.
hello, hello, you're listening to the radio station CITR on, on uh, this is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. Uh, we just heard uh, three local bands and one band from Oregon, which will be playing uh, Dagger Mouth reunion shows. Uh, the opening track was by Broadway Colts. They're playing both nights on Friday and Saturday. That was a song called Call It Off. Leaving the Lions playing uh, on, at the Cobalt on Friday, and that was a song called A Bottle of Charades. And then uh, we heard The Greatest Sons with their song 1982 and Scales with a song called Flaking Out. Both local bands will be playing the uh, Saturday show that's an all-ages show at 333. But this is not only reunion show which is happening this weekend in Vancouver. Also, a massive legendary band called The Smugglers are playing a uh, legendary uh, reunion show which will be happening at the Commodore Ballroom on Saturday, May the 13th. The Commodore, uh, the, the Smugglers will be playing with the Muffs, Chicks Dig It, and Needles and Pins. It's a very, very exciting event and I'm very excited to introduce on the line Grant Lawrence of uh, The Smugglers and a legendary award-winning author and CBC as Kim Hikomskill personality on there. Grant, thank you so much for finding time to talk to me. Hello, Tim. Thanks for having me on uh, Rocket from Russia, and thanks for the very kind introduction. Uh, that's I just I just read the facts. This is how it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, thanks. Uh, th- first of all, congratulations on the release of your new book called Dirty Windshields, The Smugglers' Tour Diaries, and of course, The Smugglers' uh, show at the Commodore Ballroom this Saturday. Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah, we're really looking forward to it. It's been a, a long time coming. It all started when um, this whole thing started when a 19-year-old kid named Alex uh, Botkin got in touch with me last summer and said that uh, this, uh, to use your uh, phrase, the legendary punk club in Berkeley, California called uh, Gilman Street, 924 Gilman Street, was doing a 30th anniversary and would the smugglers play? And I thought, oh, you know... Maybe we would do that. <laughs> and so the, the guys all agreed. We hadn't played in 13 years, and that's what kind of got the ball rolling uh, for this Commodore show uh, on Saturday night. Yeah, and that will be also the release of your new book, uh, Dirty Windshields, uh, which is based on the Smuggler's Tour Diaries. I don't know if modern bands really do those tour diaries anymore, but it sounds like a very cool idea to me, like even even the modern name. When you wrote those tour diaries, did you have that big master plan that eventually it will be converted to a wonderful book in mind, or was this just an idea which just you were just writing the, the tour stories and see what happens? I think it was sort of half and half, you know, like... I had I read this book when I was a kid, like when I was 14 or 15 years old, called Shout, and it was all about the early days of the Beatles, and, uh, you know, like when they were going to Hamburg and when they were playing the Cavern Club and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and basements in Liverpool, and I was just, I love that era of the Beatles. I didn't really care much for once they got famous, um, and, and I just love that rock and roll era of the Beatles. And I think one of their moms, like George Harrison's mom or something like that, kept uh, a lot of stuff. And so I thought, oh, well, I better keep stuff <laughs> in case we become as famous as the Beatles. <laughs> and uh, How did that work out? Yeah, it, of course, we didn't become as famous as the Beatles. But this, uh, the stuff that I found the most interesting about the Beatles was the early days when they were struggling and the smugglers always struggled, so you can say that our story was always interesting. You know, like all, pretty much all rock biographies get boring when the band gets famous, <laughs> and we never got famous. Uh, you know, and and it was my dad actually who suggested. Like I was always scrapbooking. I was keeping posters and tickets and you know notices in the newspaper and stuff like that. But it was my dad who suggested that I start doing a diary and, and write it all down. And so uh, I have him to thank for that. Uh, but I never really considered making a book out of it until our 10th anniversary, uh, where I wrote a whole bunch of liner notes for our 10th anniversary live album. And uh, a journalist from Toronto named Michael Barkley said, you know, these are pretty funny stories. You should consider writing a book. So that was way back in 1998. So it's almost 20 <laughs> years later that I finally got it done. 
Wow! Congra- yeah, and the book is out, and um, but yeah, like it's I I haven't I haven't read it yet, but I heard very good reviews. And um, actually, going speaking of those back in the day stories, I interviewed KJ of Chicks Dig It for an article in this month's Beetroot Magazine, where KJ told the story of how he met you. He said yeah. that you described Chicks Dig It as a little bit too earnest band in the recent in the edition of uh, Discorder Magazine. Yeah, I'm surprised that he remembers that because, quite frankly, I don't remember that. But, uh, you know, I do remember a lot of stuff about Chicks Dig It. I, you know, they were, you know, like the name was kind of weird. Like I thought, oh, God, they're using an X uh, instead of CKS. And I thought anything that used an X kind of came off as a little a little bit metal looking at the time. And... Um, you know, it's funny the way it goes, because I was kind of like... And then their their first record, which was a cassette, like the the, the cassette that came out before uh, their first self-titled album, had some kind of weird songs like, you know, I Want to Hump You, and, you know, just like kind of just goofy, weird stuff. And um, But I like a lot of bands that I kind of raise an eyebrow to. I eventually become friends with them, and, and I count KJ amongst my closest friends in music across the board period you know anywhere in the world i mean we're so old now that our vac- our families vacation together in palm springs uh, but now i'll just tell you a quick uh chick ticket story that wasn't in that article that you wrote in beetroot and i remember one of the first times we ever hung out with chick ticket uh the four of them could get could could pull out their penises and they'd put on an old full circle they put on an old Beatles cassette uh, and they'd, they'd get they'd turn their penises to the side and they would get the um, mouths or the sort of the slits or the urethras of their penis to lip sync uh, the song please please me <laughs> Wow that's an interesting strategy to listen to the Beatles yeah exactly you you you'll never listen to please please me in the same way ever again no i don't think i will be able to do that <laughs> okay we'll talk we'll ask kj about that on friday and saturday and okay. uh, speaking of your like you know, the family time and the family vacation with kj and his family this winter you and your son joshua had been involved in a very very interesting project which at least glued me to your instagram page the name of this project <laughs> was vancouver back backyard ring project could you please share to the listeners about this exciting project yeah, well, my son, uh, he's three years old. He's obsessed with hockey, loves, loves, loves hockey so much. And he loves these uh, little kid hockey books called Brady Brady. And Brady Brady is just about this boy who's obsessed with hockey. And he has his own backyard rink. And my son, Josh, figured, oh, well, this my favorite book character has a backyard rink. So we could have a backyard rink. And I said, oh, no, Josh. We're from Vancouver. Brady Brady's from somewhere back east, you know, where it's a lot colder. Uh, we, can't, we can't build backyard rinks in Vancouver. It's just not cold enough. But he kept asking me and asking me and asking me. And then right around the end of November, beginning of December, I saw on the weather uh, forecast that it was going to be like minus five, minus six, minus seven for like a week straight. Now, little did any of us know that that would last, you know, two and a half months. (laughs) But uh, anyway, um, I thought, well, maybe we could do it. So I went online and I looked up like backyard rinks and I I put in like easiest, simple backyard rinks. And the easiest way to do it is get these two long two by sixes from like Home Depot or whatever. And then a tarp and you, you, you put the two by sixes into like a box or rink formation. Then you lay a huge tarp over top and then you just add an inch of water a day. You don't want to add too much water too soon because it won't freeze. Mm -hmm. But if you add a thin amount of water each day, within like three days of doing this, my son Josh was skating on his very own backyard rink in Vancouver. And it became like this 
weird sensation where the news was showing up and it was in the newspaper and uh, you know, all these people started following it on Instagram and Vancouver is awesome. This local website uh, came over and filmed Josh skating on the rink with his hockey stick. And it went viral to like something. It was like Nardwar level of views. (laughs) It was like hundreds of thousands of views of my son skating on the rink. So, that was a, just a crazy episode where, you know, my son inspired me to get off my ass and actually do something, and it worked. Yeah, yeah. I like I watched like every day because I've been posting those pictures, and I saw that, and I was like, wow, this is so cool. And then you even had like a fire and like had a little bit of, I don't know how, if it's not a party, but like it's definitely you did like the fire, those like. Yeah, well, I don't know if they have these in Russia, but we have this um, Canadian delicacy called a s'more and it's graham crackers chocolate and uh marshmallows uh-huh. and so we have this little outdoor fireplace and we we got the fire going so we'd skate around and then we'd uh, make s'mores on the uh fireplace and so it was a really wonderful um wonderful experience a, a, a very extremely rare winter experience for vancouverites uh, this year so I'm just glad that we were able to take advantage of it. Yeah, that's that's a fantastic, fantastic story. And on uh, Saturday, so obviously you're playing the the show with uh, Chicks Day, Get Needles and Pins and the Muffs. The smugglers are headlining the show at the Commodore. But there's quite a few very exciting events which are surrounding uh, the uh, the uh, this this show. Uh, on Friday, uh, you're doing the smugglers book reading at the WhatsApp Hot Dog. On Saturday, as a part of Eastway and Eastman Baseball League, there will be a big local rivalry which features 2000. 16 champions Mount Pleasant Murder and they will play with their original East Bend Black Sox and the guest anthem singers will be who? KJ uh, yeah that's right I think uh, KJ Jansen from Chicks Ticket is singing the Canadian anthem and Kim Shattuck the lead singer of the Muffs is singing the American anthem and I believe that Kim Shattuck is throwing out the first pitch wow yeah so yeah there's a whole weekend of involvement um, and I believe on Sunday there's a good so Friday night there's a welcome party because there's a lot of people coming in from out of town. Mm-hmm. There's people coming in from New York City and from Toronto, California, Arizona, Wisconsin, Japan, wow. uh, right across Canada, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba. So there's all these people coming in from out of town. So I thought that we would hold a welcome party for them. And what's up, Hot Dog really wanted to be involved. In fact, I'll tell you, Tim. Mm-hmm that when we were thinking about doing a smuggler's uh, reunion in Vancouver, we were thinking, oh, where should we do it? Oh, maybe we should just do it at What's Up Hot Dog. Wow. And, and then it went from What's Up Hot Dog to the Commodore, <laughs> which is quite a, quite a leap. And there's a few <laughs> tickets left, by the way. Uh, I was just at the barber shop, and they said, oh, we heard it sold out. But it's not sold out. There's about, I'd say, maybe just under 100 tickets left to the show if people still want to uh, grab them. But uh, anyway, so we wanted to have What's Up Hot Dog at Hastings and Nanaimo involved in some way. So we're doing our welcome party for the out-of-town guests uh, tomorrow night. And I'm going to do a reading, and I'll give you a little scoop, Tim. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's going to be a very special guest at What's Up Hot Dog as well, reading with me, Larry Livermore. Whoa! The the founder of Lookout Records. Responsible for uh, bringing to the world such bands as Operation Ivy and Green Day and the Mr. T Experience and Pansy Division. He is going to be at What's Up Hot Dog and he is going to be reading from his book, How to Ruin a Record Label, uh, The Story of Lookout Records by Larry Livermore. Wash! Yeah, so that's a surprise guest that we're just announcing today. Wow, this is massive. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, I think What's Up Hot Dog is a little too small for it all. Wait, I don't even know how this will all be wash. I'm very I don't, I don't, I don't know how it's going to work either. Yeah, like you said, the, at least even the number of uh, different regions where people are coming from, if you take even one person from all those regions, they will fill up the What's Up Hot Dog. Leave alone yeah, the locals. Yeah, like I know because like, for years I broadcasted on uh, Radio 3, and uh, CBC Radio 3, and I know there's about... 20 CBC Radio 3 listeners who are coming to town from all over, like from Los Angeles and from 
Nova Scotia, so just from all over the place. So, yeah, I mean, they could fill up What's Up Hot Dog on, on their own. So we might just have to open up the windows and make sure that the reading can be heard on the sidewalk or whatever. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But, yeah, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm also, I'm also going to be doing a reading at the Commodore Ballroom as well. Uh-huh, before, before the show, right? Yeah, at about 7.30. It's an early show. A lot of people are saying to me, like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll show up around 10. But if you show up at around 10, you'll be showing up, like, right in the middle of the muff set. So uh, you got to show up early. It's an early show because there's a heavy, heavy, heavy babysitter factor involved <laughs> in, the, in the smugglers show now. And, you know, babysitters don't work till 2 in the morning. They work till midnight. So the show will be over by midnight. So, like, needles and pins are hitting the stage at 8 p.m. And uh, chicks dig it right after that. And uh, I think Muffs will be on at about 9.30, so you don't want to miss them. It's their first time back in Vancouver in 20 years. Wow. Since, since you, you put their last show? I booked their first show ever at the Cruel Elephant, which was in around 1991, a little place on Granville where if you wanted to order a beer, you had to order food with it. It was this ridiculous <laughs> law. So you would see, you go to a show at the Cruel Elephant, And everybody would be drinking beer with this little weird little dish of French fries beside them <laughs> because they, they had to order food. So, um, so, yeah, like gravy and fries was very, very popular there. But anyway, so, yeah, I booked the Muffs there around 1991, and we've been friends ever since. And so it's a really nice full circle that they could play this event. And, um, and yeah, uh, I think their last show in town Somebody told me it was like opening for Veruca Salt or something like that at the at the Vogue, but I I don't know. I wasn't at that show. All right, thank you so much and massive, massive congratulations on all those exciting events which are happening surrounding the smugglers and yourself personally and the new book, uh, Dirty Windshields. Congratulations, Grant. Okay, Tim, and and uh, do you want to give away some tickets? Yeah, we'll, we'll play, if you don't mind, we'll play a song called Rosie by the band called The Smugglers. And while yeah. I'm, we're doing that, people can, yeah. can call in 604-822-2487 and win one of the few tickets left available, to, not tickets, uh, 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 like a free entrance to... To the yes. show. Yeah, this is this is a this is a classic. This song. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Grant. Thank you so much for calling okay. in. Thank you so much for your time and congratulations. Okay. Thanks a lot, Tim. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye. So yeah, if you would like to go see, uh, check out Smuggler six zero four eight two 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 four eight seven, and this is Rosie by the Smugglers.
Hello, hello, hello. That was weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. Thank you so much for participation in ticket giveaways. Uh, that was my interview with uh, Grant Lawrence, and then we heard the songs Rosie by the Smugglers and Lucky Guy by the Muffs. Uh, this is it. Uh, Duncan's Donalds is coming up right after this. Uh, this is a great weekend for great music in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. So make sure if you have a chance to go and check out all those exciting events which are happening in Vancouver. It should be very, very fun. And uh, to wrap up uh, this uh, this this um, episode of Rocket from Russia, I will play you a song, and um, um, yeah, and the song will be called Grant Lawrence, King of the Forens, to celebrate the interview of Grant Lawrence. Uh, lots of exciting stuff happening. Have a wonderful weekend, wonderful weekend, and this is the Hextels, Grant Lawrence, King of the Forens. Thanks so much for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye bye.